the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Friend, God's people are a praising, worshiping people. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. I have a message today. I believe it's going to be one of the most important that I've ever preached here at the Largo Community Church, praying in Jesus' name. I know you believe in prayer, and God wants you to answer your prayer. He believes in you. You're His child. Jesus said these words in John chapter 14, verse 13, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. Jesus wants to bring glory to the Father, number one. Secondly, He wants to answer your prayers. And this message is going to tell you what Jesus wants from you and me and how He's going to answer our prayers. It's very simple. Come to this wonderful Savior in His name to the very throne of grace and God will hear your prayer and answer your prayer. You want an answer to prayer? Here it comes. God bless you as we go into the sanctuary and hear the message. Praying in Jesus' name. Psalm, uh, Song of Solomon, your name is as perfume poured forth. You take a, a flower and you will crush it and the perfume will go forth. Jesus was crushed in Gethsemane in the wine press, taking our sins in his own body. And an aroma has, of love has come forth that is reaching out and encircling the globe and touching the lives of all people who will believe on him. No other name. Approximately 18 times in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, 18 times Jesus says, in my name, in my name, in my... How many times does he have to say it? In my name. He's talking about prayer answered in his name. Going to the throne of grace in his name. Miracles in his name. Eighteen times he says this. Now I'm going to look at verse 14. Jesus says, you may ask me for anything in my name. There it is again. Now that is not a magic formula that we, we tack at the end of each prayer that we pray, just like we did just now. I said, in my name. I like to pray that way. I do pray that way. All my prayers conclude in the name of Jesus. But that is no magic formula because a lot of people pray and they conclude their prayer in my name or they say in Jesus' name. But the prayer was not prayed in Jesus' name. Just saying it does not make it happen. That's what I want to talk to you about today. It's not a magic formula. Okay, at the end of my prayer, I've asked for finances. I've asked for help in my marriage. I've asked for help with my, my physical problem, with my cancer. And so I'm going to say, in my name, and I'm going to wait now. Nothing happened. The prayer was not prayed in his name, even though you said 
in my name at the conclusion of the prayer. I hope and pray this message is not over your head today. I don't think it is. Somebody said the Largo Community Church is a people of of intelligence. And I believe that. You're a people of prayer. You love God. You're a people of intelligence. And I believe the God of our faith is sowing seed in your heart today that's going to bring forth faith that will bless you and glorify the Lord. In my name. Now, Peter said, uh, uh, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it will be enough for us. We want to see God in action. We want to worship him. We want to feel his presence. He's praying, show us the Father. Jesus answers, don't you know me? Oh, my. Philip, you're an apostle. You're following Jesus. You go to church every Sunday. And Jesus is saying, scratching his head, don't you know me? Some of us, there's a, there's a part of Jesus that he wants to reveal to us. And he's here to do that. And it's going to inspire, help, encourage, and build us up in the holy faith. And so now he is now going to talk to his disciples. This talk that Jesus is giving is very plain and straightforward. That he, the Bible says even a wayfaring fool can understand it. When you want to understand and you listen with your ears of your heart, you're going to hear and you're going to understand and the faith is going to be built up. So now Jesus is talking to them as a response to what Philip asked him. He said, in my name. Okay, read read that that's on the monitor right now. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Okay, what does it mean to pray in the name of the Lord? Would you put that on the screen? The 10? Okay, there it is. Now look at it closely. It means all of this and more. It means that I believe in his miracle, miraculous virgin birth. I believe that he was taken to the temple as an infant to bring him under the Mosaic covenant and as a boy for his bar mitzah. To become an adult. When I pray in the name of Jesus, I believe in the years that he spent at Nazareth. I know what was going on, or at least I know what the Bible tells me that was going on when he was a young boy in Nazareth going to the synagogue school, working in the carpenter shop. When I pray in the name of Jesus, I'm praying about the water baptism in Jordan, heaven opening, the Spirit of God coming upon him, God saying, This is my son, hear ye him. God wants us to hear what Jesus has to say. Okay. After that, praying in the name of Jesus, I believe that he was tempted by Satan in the wilderness. I believe how he overcame by the word of God. Overcame by the word of God. I believe, seven, in his crucifixion and his resurrection. Number eight, I believe after his resurrection for 40 days, he was witnessing to his disciples 40 days after his resurrection and before he ascended back to heaven. I believe when I pray in his name, I'm praying about his ascension, going back to heaven and the promise of his coming again. In Jesus' name encompasses all of that. All of that. Now, when I come into the presence of the Lord and I pray in Jesus' name, I don't reiterate all of those things. But all of those statements and more are in my heart. I I have bought in 
to the life of Jesus from beginning to the end. His birth, his life, his teachings, his miracles, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his teachings for 40 days, his ascension back to heaven, the promise that he's coming again. When I come into the presence of the Lord, I am, I am imbued and filled with all of that. That has already taken place. That has been revived repeatedly over and over in the messages that I am hearing and, and that I am reading in the Bible. In Jesus' name, if I put in Jesus' name, equals 1 through 10. So when I say in Jesus' name, it's all of that. I have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. I have been saved. I am his followers. I am his disciples. In Jesus' name. Now, notice in point B in your outline, verse 13, he says, I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may be glorified in the Father. Now, notice the, what's underlined there. Whatever you ask. Friend, just, you've got to know who you are in Christ. You. You who have believed and are believing all of those ten things and more. I couldn't put all Put it all up there. But you believe the Bible. You believe what the Bible says about Jesus. You're anxious to read about him and learn more about him. You're anxious to be with him. He's your friend. You don't want to keep him at a distance and, and only telephone him every once in a few whiles. In a few while. But you want him to walk with you daily. You want to walk with him daily. You want to have communion with him on an ongoing basis. He's your friend. And the more you're with him, the closer you become to him, the more you love him, and the more you see his power in your life. Whatever you ask, you who are a believer, are believers, you who love the Lord, who have given your heart to the Lord, who are walking with God, you, oh, keep remembering, you, you, whatever you ask. If you're a believer and you're asking, God's going to be attentive. Do you get that? Whatever you ask, you're a child of God. If you're, you, you hear a child down the street crying, you think down on the school ground or somewhere, that child's crying. You'll stop and you'll listen. You're attentive. Oh, that, that's not my child. That's somebody else's child. But if that's your child, ooh, you're running down the sidewalk as quick as you can. Well, you're God's child. And when you are in need, going through a difficult place, and you call out to God because you are a believer and you have an ongoing relationship with him, God's going to listen attentively. Hey, that's my child praying. God's going to come and, and meet your need immediately. You still with me? Okay, stay with me just a little while longer. You see, as a believer, look at whatever you ask. As a believer, you have special privileges that others do not have. Special privileges. You're a child of God. You're a believer. God has given to you the keys to the kingdom. He asks you to come to the throne of grace within your heart. That belief, those ten things that we just had up there, equals in the name of Jesus. When you are walking with the Lord, enjoying all of those ten blessings and more... The, that is the key to the kingdom. You can unlock heaven's storehouse. You can go right to the throne of grace. You're a child of God. You're one of God's babies. He born you again. 
into His family. You belong to Him. His royal blood flows in your veins. You have divine power uh, in your genes. You are something, but somehow we haven't caught the vision. We don't just seemingly know who we are in the Lord. But you have God's heavenly, eternal, spiritual, celestial DNA in you. And that means you can come to the throne of grace and pray in the name of Jesus and God's heavenly resources are going to be open to you and great and wonderful things are going to happen in your life. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. Friend, you and I will be making some big decisions this year. Let's learn how to make the right decision. A wrong decision can be, well, it can be devastating and painful. Next Sunday, January the 19th, I will bring a message that will help you make right decisions, a message that will show you how to surrender your decision-making to God. Stop making your decisions based on chance. Learn to make your decisions based on the will of God and live an abundant life of joy. That's next Sunday at the Largo Community Church, 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. The healing word for right decision-making. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Remember last week, I believe it was last week, I talked about this little pilot light within us. The pilot light does not heat the house. It does not cook the food. It does not turn on the lights. But it burns in readiness. It's there. Every one of us who has been born again, we have Jesus And he's ready. He's like that little pilot light. He's ready to come forth in majesty in your life and in my life. He is there in readiness. What do you need today? Those 10 things, statements about Jesus filling your life. Now come boldly to the throne of grace. Now he's preparing to go back to heaven. And he he says that the works that I do, the things that I have done, You 12 can do, and all who come after the 12, who are also disciples, that is presented to the church that we might do the very works that he did. What faith, what confidence. I I have to go. I gave the guys yesterday some signs to go out and stick in their neighborhood, just little wire signs to put down. Friend, listen to me. There's people out there that need you to say something in love to them and invite them to come to the house of the Lord. Invite them to pray, particularly when a person is in need, uh, how you can walk to them and share your thoughts and and tell them how much you care and how sorry you are, but that you're going to pray for them. What a testament. They'll never forget something like that. That's Jesus going into all the world, wherever there's hurt, wherever there's pain, wherever there's sorrow, Jesus is there. So number one, He's going to go back to heaven. And he says, the works that I do shall you do also. Number two, he's going to go back to heaven. And he says that these works that you do must bring glory to God. Now, here's a place that I have to really encourage you to listen closely to. Look at verse 13. I'm going to read it again to you. And I will do whatever you ask you in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. One of the reasons God wants to answer prayer is that he wants to bring glory to the Father. If you don't pray, he can't answer. 
And if he doesn't answer, God doesn't get any glory. And here is Jesus yearning to bless his father. And we're not asking so that the answer can come and the father can be glorified. Not only does he want to answer prayer to help you, he wants that prayer to bring glory to the father. And so when I pray to the Lord, I need to put my thoughts into it and say, now God, I'm asking you for this. And now I need to think, how will the answer glorify the father? How will the answer glorify? Sometimes we pray because we're in a financial need and the only thing we're thinking about, God, give me some more money so I can pay my bills. No, give me some more money so I can tell others how great you are and how you've answered prayer. God, heal my marriage so I can tell others. My spouse and I are still in love. The devil would separate us, but God put us back together again. I mean, you have a testimony when you pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. (laughs) God answers prayer. Say those words. God answers prayer. Prayers that are prayed in Jesus' name. Because Jesus is going back to the Father. Come on. And I am to be Jesus, the light of the world. Secondly, I'm to bring glory to the Father as the Father answers that prayer. That the Son may bring glory to the Father. When I pray in the name of Jesus, with that kind of faith that was on the screen just a moment ago, God hears those prayers... It's like Jesus is praying. It's it's you, your body, your voice. But God is seeing Jesus in your heart because you have established and you have maintained an ongoing relation. You have cultivated that relationship with him. Now, I have no claims on God. I'm a sinner. I broke the law of God. I have no claims on God. But listen, Jesus has claims on God. And when I go to the throne in Jesus' name, Jesus has a right to be there. I don't have it because I'm a sinner. But Jesus in me, I'm brought now to the throne of grace and I pray in his name and the answer comes. In Laz- at Lazarus' tomb, Jesus said, I, know, I knew that you always hear me. I knew that, listen, if, if your friends, listen, if he is not always hearing you, it's time to take some inventory in quiet silence before the Lord and to find out why he's not. Jesus said, I know, knew you always hear me. Now he says this, greater works than these shall you do. What does he mean, greater? What can be greater than what Jesus did? What, what is greater than raising the dead? How can I top that? I can't. But what is he talking about? Well, those 12 lined up. There was only one Jesus going around teaching and preaching and healing. Now there's 12 going around teaching and preaching and healing. There are about 1,300 here at the Largo Community Church going around teaching and preaching and healing. The the, the work goes on through you. Greater works than these in scope and in number. And greater works than these meaning greater blessings. Because God heard you one time. People said, well, you know, the cancer's gone. Who knows what else is coming back? The heart condition has been healed. I'm okay now. It's all over. It's in the past. No, you're still alive. The devil walking around is a roaring lion. He he still has you in sight to destroy you. 
but greater is he that is within you. He's going to bless you. When he says greater things than these, meaning not only did God heal you of cancer, he's going to heal you of something else and then something else. And he's going to answer other prayers. He's going to do greater things than what has happened in the past. God's not over. Jesus isn't dead. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Friend, whatever blessing you've had, God has greater blessings up ahead for you. You believe that? All right. Now he says, ask in my name. What's he talking about? He's given to you and me the power of attorney. Meaning you can now do business in his name. He says, in my name. I told you the story some time ago about my friend that's a minister who pastored little churches. I've preached in his church. He's preached in the churches I've pastored. He's now in heaven. But he came to me sometime after the event. He said, that, he said all my life I was only able to save $60,000 in, in a savings account. And he said, I needed some money. It was all deposited in a bank. But I gave my daughter the power of attorney. And he said, I went into the bank. I needed to draw a little bit of that money out. And I sat down with the banker, and the banker said, Reverend, you do not have any money in this bank. And he said, what do you mean? I put $60,000 in here. He said, your daughter, who was given by you the power of attorney, came in and drew it all out. You don't have any money in this bank. When she came in with the power of attorney, it was just like her dad was there. And when you pray in the name of Jesus, it's just like Jesus is there. When you have that faith, that poor pastor was brokenhearted. He's in heaven now. I knew his children. Not long ago, Corinne and I gave our daughter, Rebecca, the power of attorney. I know Rebecca is very trustworthy. I know she's going to keep our confidence. I know she loves her parents. She has the power of attorney. Anything that I can do or Corinne can do, Rebecca can do. When she goes in the bank, if she does, God help me. <laughs> or she goes to do business anywhere, it's, all, it's, it's exactly like Pastor Jack Morris has walked in. She is Jack Morris. She is Korean Morris. Friend, when you have Jesus and you have an ongoing relationship and you've cultivated that relationship and you've cultivated that faith, when you go to the throne of grace, it's exactly like Jesus walking up there to the Father. And God Almighty is not going to turn his son away. Friend, you have all kind of power. All kinds of power. But now notice this, and I have to close now. Verse 15. He says, Jesus is talking. If you love me, listen to me, friends. If you love me, if you love me, you will obey what I command. I can't take parts of the Bible and this works today, that doesn't work. If you love me, meaning I do love you. I'm going to obey you. I'm going to walk in full communion with you. Micah chapter 4 verse 5 says, we will walk in the name of the Lord our God. When Peter and John went up to the temple, there was a lame man there. And Peter looked at him because that man was looking at Peter. They had got good eye contact. Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have, 
Friend, what do you have? What degree of spiritual life do you have? What do I have? Peter says, a lot of things I don't have, is, but what I have, and the scripture clearly says, we, we put in rise and walk, but the scripture says, what I have, the original says, what I have, walk. And the man walked. And as he walked, how did he walk? Leaping and praising the Lord. Praising the Lord. Friend, God's people are a praising, worshiping people. We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with some concluding thoughts. Friend, you and I will be making some big decisions this year. Let's learn how to make the right decision. A wrong decision can be, well, it can be devastating and painful. Next Sunday, January the 19th, I will bring a message that will help you make right decisions, a message that will show you how to surrender your decision-making to God. Stop making your decisions based on chance. Learn to make your decisions based on the will of God and live an abundant life of joy. That's next Sunday at the Largo Community Church, 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland. The healing word for right decision-making. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.